Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. To have their skipper Meg Lanning on the line. G'day, Meg. Hello, how are you? Oh, look, I'm really well, but how are you? This is uh, incredible. First of all, congratulations. Did you get a sense that uh, all of the Australian sporting public were behind you during the course of this World Cup? Yeah, absolutely. We've really felt the, the support over here in, in New Zealand. Um, we would have loved to have some family and friends and fans come over to support us, but unfortunately that that wasn't the case. But we certainly still felt the love and, um, yeah, knew that everyone was behind us. So we're, we're really pleased that we were able to put out a good performance throughout the whole tournament and, and finish it off in style. Yeah, no doubt you did finish it off. And before we get to the final, did you get a sense, Meg, that you were building throughout the course of the tournament? It seemed the deeper you went into that, the more dominant and the more prepared, the more composed the whole team seemed to be. Is that fair comment? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's sort of how you want to play tournaments. You don't want to peak too early. You want to obviously make sure you're winning games, you know, up front to take the pressure off yourself. And then you want to be playing your best cricket at the, the back end, which, which I think we did brilliantly. I think, you know, throughout the tournament, we had different players step up at different points. But, you know, when... I guess when we got to the crunch of it, um, the more experienced players who um, have, have been sort of there before were the ones who were able to stand up and, and really make the most of it. So, yeah, I think we, we sort of played it pretty well, to be honest. Uh, it's quite incredible. We, we talk about it a lot on this program. And if you, if you, if you selected the greatest women's cricket team in history, you, there's probably about five players from this existing side. Um, one of them would be Elisa Healy. Are you amazed? Can you believe? I guess you, you get used to it with such a proximity about how she's performed in the semi-final, And then, of course... Uh, in that final yesterday, she, she's an amazing player. She she has shown now that she's you know just she just turns up on the big stage and and delivers her best performances. So um, yeah, yesterday was an incredible innings. Uh, I just I loved watching it from the sidelines. The whole team thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Um, yeah, it's well deserved. She puts in a lot of hard work, and I think the, the other thing was that she she didn't come out and just sort of smash it from the first ball. She mm. actually built built an innings and built a platform and, and that allowed her to come out and play really freely towards the back end. So, yeah, she's making a bit of a habit of it and um, it's a pretty pretty good habit to get into, I reckon. What's her greatest strength as a, a, a batswoman, Meg? Uh, I think she's really brave in the way that she plays. Yeah. Uh, she She's not afraid to, to take on their, their strike bowlers or, or their, their big threats um, and... And that's something that, as a team, we, we really value. You know, we feel like that's an important part of our batting lineup. But you know, all of us can't bat like that. But but Elisa can, and and she's willing to sort of back her strengths to be able to get us off to a good start. And um, you know, sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And she's she's sort of willing to take that on. And I think that that's a that's a pretty fearless and brave thing to do, knowing that you know there's potentially a good chance you, you might fail doing it that way. But 
if you do get off to a good start, it, it really puts us in a great position. I, I love the point you make about building an innings. And that's exactly what, she, well, she did it yesterday, but she certainly did it in the semi-final as well. And, and this exploded at the back end of it. How does that change things within the dressing room? And, and, you know, talking about who bats where and how you bat when you get out there based on what your openers who did a you know fantastic job in the, in the semi-final and the final do for you? Well, it gives us a great amount of flexibility. We, we're lucky we've, we've got a number of left-handers within our lineup, which which I think is a real bonus. And I think yesterday in, in the final, you know, we knew that Sophie Eccleston was a really big threat against our right-handers. So, yep. but, you know, through Rach and um, Elisa getting us off to a really good start, it allowed Beth Mooney to come up to number three and, and sort of keep that left-hand, right-hand combination going, which, which we felt would give us a big advantage. And I think that's the way it played out. So... Yeah, as a batting unit, we've spoken a lot about yeah setting that platform, you know, perhaps taking a little bit longer to get into it than we normally would, just knowing that we can catch up at the back end. And I think, you know, the semi and the final were, were great examples of that. What did Coach Matty might have to say um, after the, 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 the time that you've spent together and, and after the victory that you're able to uh, share together yesterday? Yeah, he was really, really proud of the group. Um, you know, we've got an amazing staff group working behind the scenes to allow us to go out and, and just play and, and not have to worry about too much else. And uh, we're very close, like players and staff, we, we get on really well. And, you know, we've spent three months on the road together and um, just just really enjoy enjoy each other's company. And, and I think it really shows on the field as well. Um, so it was really, that, that was sort of the main point that he made is just, yeah, how good, um, how good it is that we're able to sort of do this together, I guess. And, you know, work through some highs and lows, not just over the last three months, but over the past sort of four or five years as well. It hasn't all been plain sailing, but we've we put in a lot of hard work together and it's just nice, I guess, to get that reward at the end. Where, where has that difficulty come? I know the 2017 World Cup was a, a real disappointment for the team. Obviously, success in the T20 form of the game uh, in 2020 as well. But was, was that the, uh, the motivation for this group, the, the 2017 disappointment? Oh, I think it, it certainly changed the way that we operate as a group on and off the field. Um, and that shift sort of happened immediately after that World Cup and has been evolving over the past five years. And, and we've got a very different squad here, you know, than what we did back in 2017. So, mm. you know, while that sort of led to a bit of change, you know, we actually wanted to create something of our own, I guess, with, with this group. And the, the thing that I, I love is we've been able to bring some some young players in who have who have really made an impact from the, the moment they've come in. And, and that's what has been actually making us get better and, and keep evolving as a team is we haven't just relied on one or two players to get us through. We've had you know, a number of different people playing really well and putting pressure on on you know the selectors to, to pick them, which which is really you know a great sign. We've you know we had three first choice players, um, you know, out of this tournament with serious injuries and, and, and we were able to, to cover that and bring, bring some really good talent in who were able to perform when it mattered. So I think that's a really great sign for the depth of, of Australian cricket. I'm looking at Talia McGrath, Alana King, Darcy Brown, these young players that look like they're 10-year players for Australia um, and coming through and, and as you mentioned, uh, with, with frontliners out, uh, for this tournament. Does that speak to the strength of the system, uh, the system itself, how Cricket Australia uh, are going about with the development of the women's game in your mind, Meg? 
Yeah, well, I do. I do think so. There's there's been a lot of you know time, energy, and 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 resources put into the women's game, and and you know this sort of success and and depth hasn't happened overnight. It's it's been you know an ongoing process that has had a lot of hard work put into, and I think the WBBL has also played a massive role in mm. in developing young players and and preparing them for the international stage. It it, it puts them under pressure. It, it puts them in in big games and. You know, ensures when they do come into our team that they've, you know, they've experienced it before and they're not overawed. And I think that's what we've seen. Collective bargaining agreement is uh, going to be really interesting. And and you know, you you guys are the dominant uh, side for Australian cricket, and and that will be represented at the negotiation table. Um, give us an understanding, Meg, of what it looks like for you. You're you're a long-term player for Australia. Now you're a cricket captain. What does it look like? Um, financially, what could it look like? Um, what does it look like from a professional sense about how you're able to apply yourself as a professional cricketer in the modern era? Yeah, I think that's that's an area where we've made some really good progress in, you know, particularly the last five years. And mm. as sort of a CA contracted player, yeah, I'd consider myself full time a full time athlete, and um, you know, I think that has led to a lot of improvement within within our side um you know it's it's probably not a surprise to be fair you're you're able to put all your time and energy into being the best that you can be so you know that's certainly helpful i think we can we can still keep looking to improve i think the area um that has probably got the most room for improvement is the domestic structure and trying to to get those domestic players um closer to full time that's the that's the ideal and and yep. sort of the, the dream at the end of it so yeah that's probably something we'll look at moving moving forward is to try and keep lifting that domestic structure and and contracting system up so that the you know the talent you know underneath the Australian team can keep developing and and they also have the opportunity to to get the best out of themselves what's next for you skip do you get a break do you get a chance to um, take stock and a bit of time off? Yeah, we do. We've, we actually head into our six-week break um, as of tomorrow when we get home. So, uh, yeah, it's certainly nice heading into that break, you know, knowing we've had some great success and we put a lot of energy into sort of these these last three months in particular. So I think everybody's very much ready for, for a break, both mentally and physically. And it's, it takes a lot of, you know, a high emotional toll as well. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll enjoy sort of a, a final day here in Christchurch and then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll head home and have a bit of a break. Celebrations last night. You deserved them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were celebrations. It was um, it was a good night. It was fun just to, yeah, just sort of sit back and relax a bit and, and just sort of take it all in. Um, we stayed at the ground, to, to be honest, for, for most of the night. And wow. Just, yeah, spent our time there, which, which is always great. I think they're the moments you remember from, from these sorts of things. It's just the, yeah, the, the chats and and reflections uh, after the game at the ground. So, yeah, it was certainly a fun night. It was incredible. The whole Australian sporting public were willing you to a victory. You did that in the end pretty comfortably. Meg Lanning, you are a serial winner when it comes to World Cups. Uh, congratulations on that success and well done, Skipper. Enjoy your break. Thanks very much. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So... We doubled it. Chicken and Maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.